this is not something that's unique to me. This is an experience that all of us have, and it might look a little different for each of us, but the premise is the same. When opportunities to invest in ourselves appear, at least in my experience, it's been in those times that my inner critic likes to be the loudest. That's when I have the most negative self-talk. That's when I'm like the most self-conscious. Um, I was asking myself all sorts of questions. What about me was worthy of shoes like that, right? What would be more responsible? What was a more responsible way of spending my money? I mean, Chelsea, you could purchase a car at that price point, right? Like you can literally go on Facebook Marketplace or visit like a used car lot and you could you could purchase a whole new vehicle for the same amount of money that you would spend on a single pair of shoes? Like, are you really thinking about that? How on earth could I justify spending that on this? And this is the thing, like this isn't unique to spending money on shoes. I remember thinking these exact things, the this, this same sort of things when I would invest in my business early on and even today. Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the realities of making a living as a henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, a tea-loving, shoe-collecting mother of three in constant search for the most poppin' pair of earrings and the perfect shade of red lipstick. I'm also a professional henna artist and business strategist who went from barely being able to piece together a fluid design to being the owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. I'm on a mission to help henna professionals to harness their skills and grow vibrant, profitable businesses that they absolutely love. If you want to make more money with your art, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, Hennapreneurs. So last week on the podcast, I shared the beginning parts of my shoe story. More specifically, um, I shared what it was like for me to go from making everyday financial decisions based on how many pairs of shoes for my son the purchase could equal. Um, to buying my very first pair of high-end red bottom shoes. And I shared all about how it felt uh, to see a pair of those shoes for the first time back in 2016, um, to how it was to actually purchase some for myself last year and everything in between. When we left off, I shared about my most recent trip to the Christian Louboutin Boutique in Boston where I picked up another pair last weekend and I promised that there would be more to the story. So today I want to get into that with you because I think it's so important to share the work in progress too, if that's cool, yeah? So that morning, that morning, um, the morning that my friend and I visited the Louboutin Boutique, I woke up with a very specific focus. I wanted to raise my abundance vibrations. That's what it came down to. Just the night before, I'd received the acceptance letter from the business program that I'd applied to, and I was absolutely thrilled to know that I'd, you know, been welcomed into the program and that, you know, starting soon, I would have this new experience with, um, you know, with more support and with more, with more guidance and more help also for me to develop my business in the ways that are important to me. And so I was really, really excited, really, really thrilled. And yeah, there was that. And I knew also that, um, 
you know, I'd be making this new and significant investment in my business when I submitted the tuition. But I also wanted to make space um, to make a significant investment in myself because that is equally important to me. Um, see, I've come over the years, I've come to the belief that when I want to make more money, I need to spend more money too. And to me, there is a, a flow to money that has to be respected, right? Um, I very much see money as a transient energy. It comes and it goes. And so because I want to up-level my revenue in a big way, I was prepared to make a number of what we can call up-level investments too, all right? So I started the day off with those intentions. And so like I remember getting ready in the morning, like I started the day with a shower with really luxe products. And as I was doing the things to prepare myself to go out, um, I had, you know, my playlist, my money playlist going and I was really feeling into the lyrics of each song. And before going out, I spent some time um, really settling into my body and experiencing the sensations in my body that came alongside imagining how it would feel to reach that next level, to reach that next goalpost, right? But this is the thing. <laughs> Just because I know to do these things doesn't mean that it's always easy. And, um, and I often talk to y'all here on the podcast about the importance of like, of leaning into our knowing. I talked to y'all about the, uh, you know, the importance of, of signaling abundance, of the importance of, you know, acknowledging our wants, the importance of, you know, doing the work obviously as well. But there's, there's, there's a little bit in there about the energy of money too, that I know to be true for myself. And I often will share it with you, but just because I talk about it doesn't mean, and just because I practice that too, right? Cause it's not, a, it's not a matter of just speaking about it. These are things that I practice in my own life and business, but just because I do those things and just because I hold those practices doesn't mean that it's easy every time. Um, that's the nature of the comfort zone, isn't it? Right. In order to expand outside of that comfort zone, we have to get uncomfortable. And so every time I'm looking for that next thing, I also, you know, I experience the discomfort. And so, yeah. So to that point, <laughs> when we, when we arrived at the Christian Louboutin boutique, things actually didn't go as planned. Um, and my, I found myself facing some of this like mindset stuff in a new way. You see, when I'd gone in, I'd gone in hoping to find a new pair of flats for everyday wear. In my mind, I was anticipating spending somewhere between $1,200 to $1,600 in the store, okay? And when I arrived, this particular location, um, it was one of the smaller boutiques, and um, they didn't have many flats in stock. In fact, they didn't even really have many flats on display. The thing is, when, when you visit a Christian Louboutin boutique, they have uh, a number of pieces that are out on display and you can, you know, you can handle them there, you can try them on, but that doesn't even necessarily mean that they'll have them in stock, you know, behind the counter, if you will. Um, it's really like, oh, I like these. And then you make that purchase and that's that, right? And so... Um, when I noticed that there weren't many pieces in, in stock, um, the attendant passed me like their digital catalog and she was showing me what's available in the store um, in general. And I, I wasn't finding really what I was looking for. Um, and so I was a little bit disappointed and I was like, man, like I really, like I really, really wanted 
I really wanted to spend this money. <laughs> that's what it came down to. I was like, I really want to spend this money today and I want to spend it on something that's significant to me. Um, and uh, I knew that buying this this pair of shoes was, was something that, you know, would uh, be very signaling to me. And um, and so I, I almost was like, man, like, I didn't know, like, what was I going to do next? There was a couple other, you know, shops that I could visit, but I really, really wanted another pair of red bottoms. And so um, the, the attendant suggested that I take a peek at some of the sneakers instead. And actually, this was a great suggestion. I um, was there, actually, I was looking for something that I could have for like more everyday wear. And so um, I was like, you know what? Yeah, let me go ahead and do that. Like normally I wear flats. Um, sneakers actually sounds really good. I could use a new pair of sneakers. Let's let's take a look. Um, and I found, at that point, I found two pairs that I really, really loved. One of them was this low top sneaker with vibrant watercolor floral print on it. And um, it had like satin, uh, like it's a satin, I mean, it's a leather shoe, but it's got a satin overlay. And um, just, it was so, so pretty. So, so pretty. And uh, if you don't know me, I, so I have a tendency every week on Sunday, I will go out and I'll go to the market and I will buy fresh flowers for myself. That's one of the things that I like to do. I love to have fresh flowers in my home. Um, they also are one of those things that I do to signal abundance to me because growing up, I we couldn't afford to have fresh flowers in the house. Like for me, only rich people had fresh flowers in their house on a regular basis, and that wasn't us, right? And so um, as I got older and as, as my business started to perform, uh, you know, at this different level, and as I also started to grow and really lean into doing things for me that, um, that felt good and that, that were signaling of that abundance, I um, started to make this a habit for myself. And so every Sunday I would buy flowers. I still, you know, I, every Sunday I go to the market and I, I buy a bunch of flowers and I make different arrangements and I place them around my house because I love this. And, um, because I was traveling to Boston, I actually didn't do my, uh, my flower run. And so, um, I thought it was super appropriate that I would find this, this pair of shoes with these florals on it. Um, I was like, yes, this totally makes up for not getting my flowers this week. Um, and then some, of course. And so I was really, really happy to find them. Now, the other pair was this all red high top sneaker with white piping, these dazzling, dazzling red crystals all over and bright red spiked studs. Um, if you could imagine Dorothy's ruby red heels from The Wizard of Oz, like that's, that's it. Like it's the ruby red slipper, but with all the urban appeal of a sneaker, like yeah, if you can imagine this in your mind's eye, you were right on the money, okay? So I tried on both pairs. I tried on both pairs. And I knew just right off the bat, the floral pair would be perfect for everyday wear. That's what I was there for. And then, like, I paused. I paused, though, on the ruby reds because, like, where would I wear them? Like, I tried them on. I really loved them. I loved them when I saw them. <laughs> I was like absolutely smitten. And when I put them on, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I can see myself wearing these like for photo shoots. I could see myself wearing these when I'm speaking on stage. I can see myself wearing these, you know, when I'm doing events, when I'm working at events, I can, I can see myself wearing these shoes and I loved them, loved them. And, but then I'm like, well, Chelsea, you're not really speaking right now, right? Like we're still in 
the midst of COVID. Like things aren't happening in that same way. Or ah, do you really just want them for photos? Like, ah, do you really? And so like these sorts of, mm, uh, those sorts of hesitations started to come up. And my friend asked me, she's there with me as, you know, my moral support, if you will. And she asked me if, you know, is it love? Do you love them? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I love them. Um, and it really, really was like, I, I, I was like, okay, perfect. All right. Well, you know what? I, I turn over to the attendant and I'm like, okay, perfect. I, I'm going to take both pairs. I'll just take both pairs. And she's like, great. <laughs> she's like, great. And then she says to me, and will this be all right? And she asks me that as she flips the ruby red high tops over. And on the bottom is the price tag. I hadn't looked at the price tag at all. Um, I have, an, you know, obviously shopping there, I have an idea of what the pairs cost. Um, and so because I went in with a particular budget in mind, I, you know, I, I didn't even, I'm like, okay, I should be fine with, you know, getting these two pairs. Uh, no, <laughs> no, that did not go according to plan. She asked me, and will this be all right? And she flips over the high top and underneath the price tag was nearly four times what I'd planned to spend in total. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and so my friend is like, well, how much How much are they? And I'm like, you know, they're $4,000. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, how much are how much are the other ones? I'm like, oh, those are nothing. Those are, you know, they're, they're 800 bucks. Um, which, side note, that is a wild experience. I, I just have to say, like, that is a wild experience for me to be like, oh yeah, that's, oh, it's no big deal. It's just 800 bucks. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit, but like, I just have to like pause right there because if I'm being really, really real, after I spit those words out, I asked her the same thing. Who are we? Like, <laughs> who am I? Like, who am I that this is the experience that, that I just had? I just said those words. Um, and anyway, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taken aback by the price tag because that's not what I was expecting. Um, and uh, the attendant then goes on to explain that this is a pair that's from a limited line. Only around 200, 200 some pairs of this particular shoe had been made. Um, this is not a pair of shoe that's available for purchase. Uh, after it sells out, it's gone. Uh, it's not available for, for purchase online. Um, and while actually they didn't even have my size available at their location, they could have it shipped to me from Chicago. That's where you know there was a pair available. And actually that pair in Chicago was the last available pair in my size at all. As in like, that was the last available pair in the world. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, <laughs> but still, like, I was not prepared for that. Like, I, I didn't see that coming. And so um, I purchased the, the low top satin sneakers and I left the ruby red sneakers behind because, like, hello. <laughs> Hi, my name's Chelsea Stevenson. And who the hell did I think that I was, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so by the time we finished shopping, my friend and I, you know, we continued to shop around the mall. We, we visited a whole bunch of different, uh, different spots. We visited Versace. We went to Fendi. We went to, I mean, Yves Saint Laurent. We went to all of these different shops and we just, you know, went and Tiffany and you name it. We went, we visited, we did the things. And, um, and I was happy just with, you know, with that experience of, uh, again, up leveling, if you will, that, that energetic, 
um, pull that that vibrational pull around uh, around abundance. You know, touching the things, feeling the things, making inquiry, making purchases, um, and just allowing myself to experience that space. Um, and I felt really full. And we actually did make a second trip back to the Christian Louboutin sh uh, shop for me to see the the shoes once again. I went and I like as we were leaving um, the the shopping center there. I stopped there once more, went, saw the shoes again, tried them on again, and was like, not today. Like, it's it's fine. Not today. And um, so I was kind of resigned with the idea that like, this is, these are not, these are not shoes that I'm taking with me today, but like, it's okay. And by the time I'd returned back to the hotel, I'd actually let the idea of the Ruby Reds go entirely right? I'd settled in and uh, I logged into my email to review the onboarding documents that I'd gotten from the program I'd enrolled in um, earlier that morning. And um, I was set to get to work when I noticed something that was included in the welcome letter. The sign off for the welcome letter said, <laughs> here's to leveling up and looking good doing it. And this was very interesting to me because this is not a phrase that I anticipated uh, from this this program that I've been accepted into. Um, the the brand experience, if you will, it didn't like it didn't feel like something that I would expect to hear from them. But when I read those words, the shoes came right back to mind, and I started to ask a bunch of questions. Right, what were the odds that this specific language? would be used in this welcome letter? What were the odds that I'd happen upon the shoes, because they were the shoes, oh my gosh, I was so in love with them, while I was in Boston? And to be very honest, like Boston is a city that has never held any interest to me. I've never been like, yeah, I just wanna go to Boston. Like, <laughs> sorry for my Boston-based entrepreneurs, but like there's been no draw for me there, right? And so what are the odds that I would even be in that city, let alone that I'd be in that city with one of my business besties who'd traveled from across the world to visit with me there, um, you know, for us to offer this, this VIP experience. And what were the odds that I'd come across these shoes with a single pair available for purchase in the world, right? I left with a pair that I enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. I love my floral red bottoms. But I denied myself the ones that I really wanted. And why was that? And this is this here is where I want to like share shed some light um on this for you because this is not something that's unique to me. This is an experience that all of us have and it might look a little different for each of us, but the premise is the same. When opportunities to invest in ourselves appear, at least in my experience, it's been in those times that my inner critic likes to be the loudest. That's when I have the most negative self-talk. That's when I'm like the most self-conscious. Um, I was asking myself all sorts of questions. What about me was worthy of shoes like that? right? What would be more responsible? What was a more responsible way of spending my money? I mean, Chelsea, you could purchase a car 
at that price point, right? Like you can literally go on Facebook Marketplace or visit like a used car lot and you could you could purchase a whole new vehicle for the same amount of money that you would spend on a single pair of shoes. Like, are you really thinking about that? How on earth could I justify spending that on this? And this is the thing, like this isn't unique to spending money on shoes. I remember thinking these exact things, this the same sort of things when I would invest in my business early on and even today. I remember thinking these same things when I invested in a kilo of henna for the first time. Why are you spending all of that money? It was, you know, 65 bucks plus shipping and handling. What was I doing paying 80, $85 for a kilo of henna? Was I even good enough? When was I gonna, when was I gonna use all of that henna? I remember thinking this when I invested on my first website. Why do that when you could just have a Facebook page? That's free. Why do that when you could, you could just as easily set up one of the free websites on Weebly, right? Why would you spend money to have a, a, a well-branded website, Chelsea? I remember hesitating before investing on my first really solid festival tent because I'd gotten a good life out of the one that I picked up in the clearance bin. <laughs> like, I remember feeling that twinge of guilt when I upgraded my business cards to the perfectly branded, thick, you know, heavy-weighted paper variety from the easy and cheap, like, budget-friendly kind that I had before. I remember, oh my gosh, I remember my inner critic throwing an absolute tantrum the first time that I invested five figures on a business coach. Like, who in the entire hell was I? right? Clearly, clearly, Audacity was on sale because I was well stocked up on it, okay? And this is the thing. When we, when we approach our next level, our identities are challenged. It is that question of who are you? Who do you think you are? We begin to take inventory of all the ways in which we perceive ourselves. We start to question and make assessment of our values. We ask ourselves if it's safe, acceptable, and perhaps even morally sound to toe the edge of who we are now and where we hope to be. And I'm here to tell you that this exact thing, this, this stretching, this expanding is an experience that exists at every stage of your life and business journey. When I went to... <laughs> When I went to look at these, you know, at these shoes, when I was uh, making the decision around buying these shoes, these, these ruby red high tops, I found myself running all sorts of questions through my mind. And after weighing all the things out, what it really all came down to was this. Did I deserve them? Did I deserve them? For me, in this instance, it was the shoes, right? But perhaps for you, friend, the question centers something else. Do you deserve that vacation with your family? Do you deserve to leave the job that you hate? Do you deserve to be well compensated for your art? Do you deserve to own your first home? Do you deserve support and guidance in your business? Do you deserve a pair of red bottoms for yourself? 
Maybe you want that. Do you deserve a business that is profitable enough to support all of your personal and professional goals? I believe that you do. I believe that you're deserving of all of the good things you could hope for and that you could want for. I believe that we all are, but we have to be willing to challenge our current sense of identity before we can own that next level identity and unlock those new experiences. After sitting in the discomfort of my own audacity, <laughs> I grabbed the, the business card for the attendant who helped me earlier that day, and I sent her a text message asking if she could help me process the purchase of the Ruby Red shoes. Which, side note, still, I'm like, who am I that goes to places where you can text the shop attendant later and be like, yeah, could you actually, yes, could you just charge that to my account, please? Thanks. What? Little old me from Texas? What? It's wild. It's wild. Within a few minutes, I'd signed the paperwork. She sent me all the documents in an email. I'd signed the paperwork and I provided my info to make the shoes mine. And at the time of this recording, I'm actually really excitedly awaiting for them to be delivered to my home from Chicago. So last week, I asked you to identify your own shoe story. I asked you to, you know, tell me a little bit more or at least notice for yourself where your come up story is. What is that thing that that want that you have or that that draw that you've got that perhaps you've yet to pull the trigger on. Right. And this week, I'd love to extend a different invitation. This week, I'd love to extend the invitation for you to consider what beliefs you have around your own identity that are keeping you from up-leveling right now. If you're comfortable, obviously, we'll be talking about this over in the Hennepreneur community. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and to coach you through this a little bit. So that's my question for you, friend. What are your beliefs around your identity? And which of those beliefs need to be stretched or perhaps rewritten entirely in order for you to expand into the next level of your journey? Cheers to us up-leveling and doing it, looking absolutely fantastic in the process, right? And with that, I'll leave you until next time. Bye for now. Hey friend, I just want to give you a quick thank you for tuning into this episode of the Hennapreneur Podcast. And I hope that you're really enjoying connecting with me in this way. You can find links to all of the content shared today in the show notes located at hennapreneur.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show and would like to stay in the loop with Hennapreneur, be sure to subscribe to the podcast too. You'll get access to all of the new episodes and to surprise bonus episodes as well as soon as they're released. I'd be so grateful to you if you'd take a moment to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. This helps me to reach more artists like you who would love and benefit from the show. For more ways to connect and work with me or to join me inside of the Hennapreneur community, pop over to hennapreneur.com. I can't wait to support you as you chase your big audacious goals, one henna design at a time.